This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. On today's episode, I got my little brother from another mother, Spice Bands, is in the building. We're going to talk about the Bulls' upcoming game against the Miami Heat. We're also going to be diving into the mailbag. We're going to do all that and more. But first, we got to get into the intro. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bulls news and content. What's going on, bro? What's going? What's good, Yo. man? You ready to talk these bulls, <laughs> man? Lot, man? Yeah, yes, sir. Let's do it. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, this is Spice Bands. You'll see him uh, in in the chat. He's in the comments a lot, almost in every live stream. Uh, we we're able to connect and do this episode, so I'm really excited to bring this to you guys. Uh, first up, man, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the game tonight. I think that's what most people are wanting to hear. Noah dropped the video oh, early man. with Jamal, but we didn't really really get into it. Um, what are your expectations with this game against Miami? Man, so before the season started, right? Mm -hmm. I said that the Bulls going to be like, what, the third seed? But okay. I said that there was only going to be two teams that we struggled against, and that's Miami and Philadelphia. Mm. So, I mean, it'll be nice for the Bulls to come out with a win to end the season. But, I mean, that's going to be hard, man. But I, I'm i lying, though. I I can see him pulling out a win tonight, though. You know, after everything we've been through, just bring out that yeah. fight. Hopefully, Billy, hopefully Billy get him riled up, do what a coach supposed to do. You know, so yeah, I can see I, him coming out with a duck. I can see it too, like especially riding the momentum from that last game. The two things, and, and this, we of course we're gonna need what we usually get from Demar. We're gonna need Zach Levine to be locked in, um, in, in the best way that he can with all that knee stuff. But I really think it's gonna come down yeah. to two players and what they do. If Vooch gets going early and is playing tough and he forces Bam to really have to stay on him and Bam can't do that roaming around blocking everything thing, uh, I think that uh -huh. that makes the scoring easier on everybody else. So I really hope that BD uh, goes to Vooch early and Vooch is also successful in going early in the post, not really shooting a lot of a lot of three-pointers until his post game gets going. But then also not just to yeah. put it on him because of the last game, but I think Patrick Williams can absolutely be an X factor in this game because if you can – if Patrick Williams comes in being active on the boards, getting the Bulls more possessions like he has uh, the last few games, and they can afford to put uh, Patrick Williams on uh, Jimmy Butler during certain times, allowing Alex Caruso and Io to stay on Hero and other players out on the perimeter, I think that really can change a lot as well. And I didn't even, even mention Patrick Williams scoring. If Patrick Williams shoots the ball confidently and effectively and forces Jimmy Butler to also have to guard him, that really changes this game a lot. It makes the game a lot That's easier true. for the Bulls. I'm still not predicting the, the Bulls to necessarily win this game. I want to see the Bulls play tough. <laughs> I want to see them play hard. But, uh, yeah, like like you, I didn't think Miami would give us as many fits as what they've given us this season, but I definitely thought Philadelphia would. would. But I, 
I want to see the Bulls have yeah. a great game tonight against Miami. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, speaking of Bulls, man, I so you know I'm only 18, right? Yeah. So you know I'm I'm kind of like a shorty when it comes to the fan base, right? Uh-huh. So you know this is actually my first time being up on like Twitter seriously, uh-huh. seeing the seeing you know like the Bulls community fan yeah. base and stuff like that. I'm not gonna lie, man. I was kind of disappointed, man. Like if we been bro, the Vooch hate. Like, are you serious? Yeah. We was literally begging for 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 Wendell Carter to give us a double double last year. Exactly. And then we get it like every game, even on his worst games. And now he's like the worst player in the NBA. Like yeah. I don't get it, man. It's just <laughs> the Vooch hate has been such an interesting thing to watch go because when the Bulls were winning a lot at the beginning of the season, people were still hating on Vooch, and I understood it because he was clearly not playing up to his level. While the Bulls were winning, so it was easy to, like, use him as, like, a, well, Vooch just needs to improve. But, like, since then, Vooch has really been consistent for the most part since about 30 games into the season. And the thing with, like, yes, he's not putting up the same numbers he did did in uh, in Orlando. He never was, though, on this team. That's the thing. He never was supposed to be that. Matter of fact, I would say Vooch was giving you that same 20 and 10, 25 and 10 that he was giving you Orlando. That would mean that. We have so many injuries on this team that we're probably not winning. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, right. listen, Bulls Twitter, is this just your first year on it, bro? This is and this is in oh a winning season. Imagine what it was like during the Derrick Rose era, uh, especially after I you tore his ACL, imagine. and then like since the Jimmy Butler trade. It's Chicago Bulls Twitter is wild. It's wild. Yeah, man, man. Uh, the Kobe White stuff, like the Kobe White hate, uh-huh. really made me believe. Like to be honest, Bulls fans, like are really like most of let me just put it like this right i say what 20 percent of bulls fans actually know basketball and you know every, <laughs> most of them are on this channel and you know the when you see the breeze too yeah but the rest is just like bears fans that just like to watch basketball because of michael jordan bro like i i didn't i didn't see some crazy stuff said about basketball up in his fan base man but hey we getting better, man, and you helping that out with this channel, man. You know, people come here to learn and stuff like that. I appreciate that. I, I, I listen. I try to be level headed. Uh, I know Petty Roosevelt comes out certain times, but uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. It, we do like, and I think that is one thing that is unique about the Bulls fan base is that we have so many built in fans from that from that dynasty era and from the Derrick Rose yeah. era too. I think we sometimes forget too how many casual fans came over during Derrick Rose MVP stretch and stuff like that, and they've stayed with this team. But they don't really watch – they don't take in basketball. They watch basketball, but they don't really know how to take it in and analyze it. And that's no not the shit on the man. fan base. That's most. That's probably the most – with most sports. And basketball is one of those easy sports to look at the box score and, yeah. think, and think, hey, I know what happened in this game. And it's like, no, it doesn't really yeah. give you indication of it. Um, But, yeah, yeah, so in this game against Miami Heat, this is the, 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 two, two players really – give us fits, and they're two of the best players on the Miami Heat. Uh, Jimmy Butler and Bam, Bam especially on the boards, Bam blocking, things like that. Jimmy, we know Jimmy's just an irritant, and he loves having big games against the Chicago Bulls. But outside of those two, what do you think the Bulls need to do and can do to contain Tyler Hero? Because that's who I'm worried about going the hell off in this game. (laughs) I'm really worried about Tyler Hero going off. Yo, I was just about to mention him, bro. Like, dead ass, bro. Man, uh, all right. So, what I was going to say before, you know, mention Tyler Hero, I was going to say, like, I feel like the key is Kobe White. Like, okay. let's be honest, man. Most of these, most, uh, yeah, most of the games that we lost against the Heat was, you know, Tyler Hero coming out and coming off the bench and, like, 
making us look like babies, like literally mm-hmm. just doing it with ease, bro. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need something to match that. I'm not going to say that we're going to stop him, especially since Zoe not here. You know, he give us that length. You know, he give us, you know, I'm not going to say that we're going to stop him, but like we need to do something to at least keep up with him. Yeah. I know they just got Victor Oladipo back, but you know, but Tyler Hero, man, he, he, he actually takes Miami to the next level, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what people didn't understand what we was trying to say about Kobe White, like having someone off the bench like that yeah. to take you to the next level. And so, you know, he does that for the Heat. So I'm, I don't know if we can stop him. I feel like he's still going to give us 20 today, but yeah. hopefully Kobe White show up, man. Yeah, I mean, like that's a good point, too. Rather than focus on stopping him, if we can get somebody off the bench to match him, um, I just I just want to see Kobe be consistent, man. I don't know what's going too, on. Like man. what I what I will say though is Kobe's giving things other than just scoring now, which which For does sure. make it better. Um, yeah. but yeah, I want to see that I want to see that shot start falling with Kobe because when Kobe gets going, it's so crazy because oh, like man. when Kobe's in a groove, literally you'll see a zip pass from from Alice Crusoe halfway across <laughs> the court after Alice Crusoe penetrates and Kobe's just there. And he looks, he looks off the person who's about to come out of guard him, shoots it, it goes in, and it's like, nah, for real. it's beautiful. <laughs> Kobe's offense, when Kobe is going, it's beautiful offense. We just have not Man, seen it I'm consistently about, since, go ahead. I'm talking about three straight threes. Like, he yeah. didn't did, how many times have he done this, like, this season? Like, I'm talking about, he hit one three, okay, back yeah. to back, back to back. He just keep it going, man. It's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, Kobe's definitely, when he's when he's going, a fun player to watch. Uh, So, yeah. Coming out of this uh, this Miami game, I know we touched on it a little bit. Um, any any other keys or anything you want to bring up before we talk about like where the playoffs are sitting right now and what tonight's game means for the playoffs? Oh man, the playoffs! Hey, it's weird because it's like the East just changes every day. Like, every every literally every literally, day. Like we can't make this up. Yeah. So I mean, you never know. Like the Bulls go up on a winning streak, we could possibly be right back at the third seed. Like you yeah. never know. But I mean, another key for tonight. I mean, it's just we gotta we gotta stick with what been working, man. Like we have to. And shout out to Pat from you know Locked On Bulls and Wendy City. I hear him say it a lot, man. We have to stick on what works, bro. Like we that's, have to. That's a fact. Like I, I understand Demar, yeah. he puts up fifty off of ISO, but if Vooch is going, and if you know he's if that's the other team's weak spot, keep it keep it going, man. Don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. But looking at the playoff season, so right now we'd be facing Philly. Matter of fact, if the Bulls win tonight and Cleveland loses tonight, the Bulls lock in a playoff berth. At that point, the lowest that they could drop is sixth. Um, okay. Which, you know, I think we're going to lock that in regardless. I just mentioned that yeah. to mention it. Now, one thing that I've been very vocal about is I, w- I would rather face Boston than than Philly in the first round. Now, something that has been – but something that's been showing, it looks – I've always said, hey, Harden starts falling off. Harden is not the same that he was when he first came to Philly already. I don't know if you watched the last few Philly games. Harden yeah. isn't. He, it seems like Harden's starting to get into that lull he goes into in certain points. So I'm not saying That's still, fair. but it's in, it's always been Embiid. I don't even care who else is on the court. As long as Embiid's playing, he's always going to worry me when it comes to the Bulls facing him. But do you have, as, as we get closer and wind down this season, do you have an opponent you rather the Bulls face in the first round? Is it Boston? Is it Philly? Or at this point, you don't even care. As of, as of right now, it has to be Boston. Like, yeah. you know, like, it, it has to be Boston. And, and I know it sounds weird because Boston are like, man, what? They they don't want, like, what, 25 out of their <laughs> Yeah. They, they've had they basically the exact opposite record we've had since the All-Star break. They've been on the opposite nah, run. They've crazy. been going crazy since the All-Star break. Nah, for real, man. That's, 
so it sounds weird, but it's true. Like it's Boston who I it's Boston who most people want to face. But uh after that I would say Milwaukee, because I feel like we could beat Milwaukee, man. Like that last game, that was, you know. Okay. But the first two games that we had them, if it wasn't for a couple, you know, mistakes and stuff like that, those were those were like very winnable games, man. Yeah. So I just feel like it has to be Milwaukee, if not Boston Boston. I don't want to see Philly, even though you're right, but still, and beat us like Aaron Rodgers to the Bulls. Like, no matter how many players we get different, or, or like, it doesn't matter. He just dominates us every time, man. And the Heat, I do not want to see the Heat. Oh, no. man, I feel like coming into this season, looking at the roster, man, mm-hmm. I looked at every team roster, and Miami was the one team in the East. I swear to God, <laughs> I can put, I swear to God, man. Miami was the one team up in the East who you look at their roster and it matches up with the, you know, like it matches up with the Bulls. Like I looked at Philly roster and it's like, okay, they got all these little other dudes that have been killing us this season though. Yeah. But they got all these other dudes who we don't know and they got Embiid and, you know, drumming and stuff like that. You look at Milwaukee, it's really Giannis and, you know, Middleton decent and, you know, let's not forget about Holiday. Yeah. But you look at the Bulls rosters like complete as hell, like man, and then you look at Miami, it's like complete as hell. It's like, man, like <laughs> yeah. I do not want to see Miami though, man. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that we the first get to, round. I'm glad that we get to face Milwaukee. Yeah, well, shit, they're the next game we face them on Tuesday. Yeah. Um now with Patrick Williams, because I want to see how different that looks for this team. Um mm-hmm. but I'm still I don't know. I'm still not the most like, M- Milwaukee is another one just because of how freaking good Giannis is. Like, Giannis is just... That's facts. Like, I, I, and I, don't, I don't talk about team uh, players from other teams very often because this is a Bulls channel. I try to focus on our own yeah. team. But um, Giannis is just one of those players, and that's why I, I don't understand when people say, hey, we, uh, like, Giannis wouldn't, Giannis wouldn't really play good in, in, in the 90s era. Like, Giannis is literally a generation... No, you can put Giannis in any... As long as the game of basketball is the game of basketball, Giannis is going to find a way to dominate. Period. Man, I hate when old heads say that, man, because it's like it's like they don't tell the truth. Like, come on yeah. now, you know if Giannis was playing back up in the day, like he's even more athletic than a lot exactly. of people back in the day. Like, exactly. come on now, it's like I would I would man. love to see a prime Scotty guard Giannis, but still, Giannis will give Scotty some work. Like that's it, facts. Like, especially if they played in the 90s era and Scotty could do some of the physical stuff he can't do in this era, it'll be an interesting yeah. matchup. But I guarantee you, freaking Scotty would afterwards be like, this Giannis kid, man, listen, I listen, Jordan, can you guard him? Can you get him on the next goddamn possession? Nah, for real. Yeah, bad. so, uh, so, but, um, but yeah, out of, out of, it's always been Boston. I think I, I look at Boston, not to say that it's easy, but I look at how we match up, especially if we get Lonzo back. I like the way that we match up against Boston. The Philly series, man, that's going to be tough work for the Chicago Bulls. If, if yeah, it man. Philly in the first, round. first round, oh, my God. Yeah, and and it seems like, I don't know. If, and so I, I said, Philly, I think they've lost the last three games at, at that. Like, they may be strategically trying to pick their opponent. But, like, I, I worry about that, not for us, but those teams that think they can just turn it off, turn it on, especially when you got James Harden, if that's mm-hmm. what they're doing, if they're saying, hey, we're going to strategically try to stay around four so we can face the Bulls in the first round, that may not work out for them or be as easy as they think it's going to be because Harden, I, Harden's just, he's not that player that can turn it off and on anymore. So, I guess that's we'll real, see. Man, and, I, man. And, we just, and we just saw Kyrie give uh, Harden some work when he oh was guarding him. Could you imagine what a, what a Alice Caruso and Lonzo probably won't be healthy, but if Lonzo were healthy on Harden in the playoffs, if, if Kyrie gave you some work like that, come on, man. 
Man, look, I think the the first time we played the Nets, I think Lonzo was like, oh, Lonzo killed Harden. They, like, Harden had like fifteen <laughs> points and like twenty five uh, shots yeah. that game. So yeah, booming that man. Yeah. So all right, let's let's go ahead. Uh, we're gonna finish this one out with the mailbag. We got four voicemails to get what? into. Uh, I'm I'm warning you now. One of these may be triggering because the, the people got some hot takes. Uh, so we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get we're gonna get into the first one now. What's up, Hayes? It's your boy Jamal back again with another voicemail for you. Good win by the Bulls last night against the Clippers and everything like that. Debo went off of fifty. He will actually was a little, you know he was a little slow in the beginning, but um you know not as aggressive. But at least in the fourth quarter and overtime, he really stepped everything up. So I like to see that. Um, just a couple of thoughts about Patrick Williams. Um, I was thinking today. Two things that I think that could really help Patrick Williams, and they both involve the Elijah one. Number one, I think Patrick Williams should go down to Houston and work with a Elijah one when it comes to his post game. I think that I, I don't need Patrick Williams doesn't come off as a guy who takes a lot of um when it comes to speed, he's a spot up shooter. You know, he's going to shoot spot up in the corner and things like that. And as much as I would like to have him involve his three point shooting game, I you know I'm I'm not worried about that. But I think something that could really work well for him. Is developing a post game, especially when he's playing smaller power forwards or small forwards, or small or he has smaller guys on him. Developing a post game will really help his game out a lot because he'll know we're in to take advantage of it. And who better to learn how to do post game post moves with than the greatest post score of all time, Akil Olajuwon? A lot of players go and work with him um, in the off season and stuff like that. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, I would think it'd be good for Patrick to go down there and work on that with him as well. Um, but more importantly, when it comes to Akeem Olajuwon, one thing that happened to Akeem when he was in college and he was part of the Five Slamma Jamma group is that not only did they have a great coach who was good at teaching big men how to play, but Akeem Olajuwon played a lot of pickup games, if you don't know the history, played a lot of pickup games with Moses Malone during his college games. And that is what really helped develop his game offensively and everything like that. And I think that's what Patrick Williams needs. He needs somebody like a Moses Malone or just a veteran. And that's where I think DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine can come in. But I think DeMar specifically, if they can take him off into the offseason and just work on him one-on-one, playing pickup games and things like that and playing um, one-on-ones with him, that'll help put that battery in his back that'll add more to that aggression that he needs to portray uh, when he gets in the game. That way he'll be more comfortable when he starts out next season. So let me know what you think about that. As always, see where go Bulls. Peace. All right, man. That was a lot thrown out there. First off, I don't know how realistic it is for Patrick Williams to work with Hakeem Olajuwon. Also, I don't know if Patrick Williams is ever going to be that true back-to-the-basket type power forward where he needs post moves. But Spice, That's I'll let you go into that too, man. What do you What do you think about that? Well, I feel like uh... – yeah, my phone, man. I feel like uh... first, I know you, and this isn't this isn't to age shame or anything. I know you. Do you do so? Do you do you understand the Hakeem Olajuwon thing? Like you have that form of reference, how good Hakeem uh, was in the post, kind of sort of. Hey, I, uh, so I got this big homie man. He like twenty five, and he <laughs> always like he mentioned like he told me some stuff about Hakeem, and I seen a couple. You know, I seen a couple yeah. highlights and stuff, but I feel like if uh, if Pat did like develop a post game. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool, but just like you said, I feel like because of his size, like he's not, you know, like he was six eight. Yeah, six eight. So I feel like because of his size, I would like to see him more up on a, 
like, you know, Kawhi Leonard type stuff. Of course, yeah. like most of us Bulls fans would like to see, but, you know, but I feel like if he develop a post game, uh, he'll be cool. But just like you said, I don't think it's kind of realistic, you know, for him. Yeah. I mean, it, it can never hurt a player to, to learn in the post. As, as players get older, we always see them. They gravitate closer and closer to the post. And they, they yeah. But those true type center type post moves, I don't know if Patrick Williams needs that. Now, I, yeah, I personally um, want to see Patrick Williams be more deadly from the mid-range and three. Like, I, right. want, him, I want him to learn that mid-range game from DeMar if possible and get better from three. Um, but a post game can't hurt, right? I just don't know if that's what I would want to see him focus on. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it's, it's about how AK and Eversley see him developing and what they want to see him work on. At the end of the day, I, I think that Patrick, while he's this young and he's a sponge, you want to try to teach him a little bit of everything and see what he gravitates to and what he ends up being better at. I just don't know if I see Pat needing to be that true back to the basket, low post type scorer. True. Because though, yeah, I just, and the game's kind of getting away from that. Again, not to say that it still can't be deadly. We see how good Vooch is with it when he gets going, but he's a center. Patrick will never play center, right? So it's either going right, to be the what... three or the four with Patrick. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah, let me know if anyone who's watching the video when it gets posted, let me know what you guys think down below about that. Maybe I'm yeah, off. Yeah, let us know something. Yeah, let us know. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. What up? Hey, this is Ricky Carroll. Bulls playing a great game tonight. Hey, I hope somebody paid attention to this more than I. Zach Levine with that last three-point jump shot that he shot with nobody there. He forced the shot up. He pissed Mark DeRosa off. And Mark did not look his way nowhere in the game. He took over the game. He was pissed because Zach took them dumbass shots. I hope somebody's seen that outside of me. He took the game over. Bulls playing a great game. And I must say, Billy coached a whole lot better tonight, even though them dumbass timeouts he made sometimes. But I got to give it to him. He did okay tonight. Zach, what the? Peace. Oh, listen. Ricky hates fucking Zach. He, he like, like, real talk. Ricky. Shout out to Ricky Care. Um. I don't say I, I don't agree with that. I, I don't think I saw anything that said DeMar. I think DeMar was locked in and wanted to win that game, but I don't think he was pissed. And then see, even seeing them after the game, I, I sometimes I think as spectators, we try to find narratives and things, and I just don't think that yeah. they were there. What do you think, Spice? Man, hey, that's facts, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, out here up in Chicago, man, there's a lot of drama. And I feel like uh, I seen early up on the season, some people tried to say Zach was hating on DeMar or something like that. Uh, when when DeMar hit that first game winner, yeah. Yeah. I, man, I feel like, look, anybody that can play organized sports, man, up in a moment, if that was me, I'm like, bro, why are you taking that shot? Like, Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's just a reaction at that time. It's got nothing to do with hate or nothing to do with, you know, like, I feel like we need to stop all of that. There's nothing that going on. And so, yeah, I don't agree. And plus, Zach, man, he, I don't understand how people don't like Zach Levine. Like, what? This man is, like, the way he developed his game, he went from a, a dunker to, a, like, come on now. Like, you have yeah. to like him, man. It's just. Yeah. And that's not to say that Zach Levine is by any means a, a perfect player. But when you, like you said, when you look at the mm -hmm. way that he's developing, he's turned himself into a three-level scorer when he was a high flyer, flyer and a dunker. And he turned himself into one of the most efficient scorers when he's healthy. In the NBA, mm -hmm. like you, 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 it's one of those things to where Bulls fans will never be happy because we had Michael Jordan. That's literally what it boils right. down to. And and Derrick Rose, like it, hey. it, because, because like seriously, because we had Michael Jordan, and because yeah. we had Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose wasn't a perfect player either, but because we had those mm -hmm. players and they won MVPs, 
until unless a player lives up to that, they're always going to find something. Like, hell, it was comments in the video today with Jamal of like the Bulls should trade Zach Levine for I I can't remember was it 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 wasn't AD it was somebody else. Finally, it wasn't the AD thing, but they're like trade Zach Levine for X Y Z, and I'm like, in what sense does that mean? Like, you literally make the team a worse team at that point. What are you doing? Man, I I just don't get it, man. And and I I didn't get it. I never thought about that. It's crazy that you brought it up because you know I I wasn't alive when Michael Jordan was playing. So yeah, it's crazy that you brought that up. Like that is why, man. That that's why because you know all of them. Well, most of them watched Michael Jordan kill. Yeah, are they expecting them from Zach? You know. Yeah, and I think that I think that even goes to some of the Patrick Williams, like the impatience where they're like, well, he, he's not a killer yet. He needs to be more aggressive. He needs to take 20 shots a game. And it's like, listen, everybody doesn't develop that way. Everybody doesn't develop that same way. So, right. you know, uh, just need to see the team improve that way. And, and you know, Zach is going to be fine. Zach is going to be fine. He's going to be here. I'm not even, I'm not worried about the Zach Levine contract thing anymore because Zach Levine is going to be a Chicago Bull for a long time coming. Hopefully. So we'll see how that continues to go. Let's get into the uh, next voicemail. Hey, man, you and Pat the designer said the exact same thing that I've been saying for the longest. I think some of y'all stole my talking points because I've said it a couple of times when I called in to his show. And I said it a couple of times when I've called, when I've commented in your chat, we need to play through Vooch inside out, not outside in. You haven't, you notice I've said that before. I swear to God, the next live stream you and Pat the Designer do, you better give me a shout out. God damn it, because y'all really took a lot of my fans. And then, hey, I'm your guy. But still, I've said exactly what y'all was just saying in that game after we beat the Wizards. You can't lie and say I did it. Anyway, hope you respond to this. For real, y'all did take a lot of my fans. We really need to play through Vucevic come playoff time. Shay, listen. What was that, oh, Shay? That's Shay. You know Shay. Shay's the biggest I told you. First of all, Shay, people have been saying play inside out literally since the beginning of the season with Vucevic, man. It's just, it's watching basketball. You get your credit that you have been saying it, right? But ain't nobody take it. That's literally what you, anybody who watches the game of basketball, they figured that out. But, you know, I love Shay, though. It's no hate. I love yeah. Shay. Go ahead, Spice. Man. <laughs> Hey, that's real stuff, man. I mean, you just said it all, bro. I mean, everybody been saying that, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Shay, Shay, Shay is a motherfucker, man. That he lives yeah. for our I told you so moment. That and that's again, man. that's not hate. That's just who Shay is. Shay's a good dude, man. Big supporter. All right, let's yeah, get into I've the last voicemail since, for today. I, Go ahead. I, I was gonna say I've been seeing him since the uh when you said he breathes chat, man. <laughs> yeah, Shay's all over the place. He's 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 all over the place. He loves the team though. Uh let's yeah. get into the last voicemail. This is Aglaz, and I see we already at the playoff time. I think the only way the Bulls are going to win is to play through DeRozan, as if he's Durant or something like that. We need an identity. We don't have an identity. And I trust playing through DeRozan at this point because that was the best time we had this season. Through all the COVID, through all the injuries, at the end of the day, that the best time that we had was when we was playing through DeRozan first. And hopefully Zach and Bush and them can get in line with that. Hopefully the coach can push that so they can have an identity through the playoffs. And I think that's what'll help us. That's a pretty straightforward voicemail from from Eight yeah. Lives. Uh, and you know, I I wouldn't say this. I don't think that is that the key is playing through Demar because I think that tends to go more towards Isobar. I think 
the key, especially in the playoffs, is if it's available. There are going to be some matchups where we can't go to Vooch, where Vooch is not going to be the scorer that night. But I think it really is, to go back to Shea's point, is really playing inside out with Vooch because Vooch is an amazing passer. Vooch, when he gets going in the post, and te- it makes teams have to collapse on him, which opens up things on the perimeter. And that's another thing we need to talk about at some point is the fact that the Bulls' three-point shooting has been terrible for like the last 10 games for the most part. And if that three-point shooting yeah. gets back to where it was early in the season, the Bulls would be so much more dangerous, especially now that Vooch is going. But I really think the key mm-hmm. for playoff basketball for this Bulls team is going to be getting Vooch involved early and playing through Vooch at least at least to start the game. What do you think, Spice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. I feel like uh, I feel like when Zoe was here, I don't know if we was – now, I might be wrong, but I don't know if mm-hmm. we was playing through DeMar exactly when Zoe was here. I feel like Zoe was like – I mean, a lot of plays. In, the in transition, we were going, we were going through Lonzo, but right. but yeah, like you said, down the stretch of games, we were going through Demar. But I, I would even yeah. like to see go through, go through Lonzo even more when we're in this in down the stretch of games. But go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, man. I feel like uh, right because now it's kind of like the whole thing is just going through Demar. But when Zoe was here, it was a little bit of balance, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, Especially what you said of the Bulls start back, you know, with the three-point shooting. Zoe was, like, actually really good for the three this year. So, you know, yeah. playing inside out with Vooch, that a – and, I mean, hey, Vooch is willing to pass it. He's willing to pass it. Like you said, that will uh, that will make the team dangerous, man. Yeah, Vooch – listen, Vooch does so much for this team. And while people are hating on him, I think that they don't see that when <laughs> Vooch is going, like, literally, he's damn near the key to the Bulls going from a really good offense to an elite offense, while especially while Lonzo oh, balls out. Now, when Lonzo's there, we can still be elite even when Vooch is not going because of what Lonzo does in transition and with his basketball IQ and everything. But a lot really does hinge on Vooch, and I think it's key that in the in the last two games that we've played, Vooch has played very big parts of those games and how in the Bulls' game plan. We'll see what happens uh-huh. tonight against the Heat if that trend continues. Because listen, Shea lives for an "I told you so." If the Bulls do beat Miami today and Vooch has a big game. That I told you so. I'm going to have on the no live cap, man. Be wild. <laughs> nah, for real. Yeah, man. But uh, Spice, that's it for me. Unless you got something else, man. Go ahead and give me your social man, media. Hey, head out. Go ahead. Hey, so uh, I'm gonna make this my, my job application for uh, Chicago Bears Central, man. Look, <laughs> hey, look, you gotta employ me and uh, my homie Cam, man. You know, yep. Cam hit me up too. He hit me up and uh, he wants me to be on a, on a, one of the episodes he does after one of the playoff games. And I told him, of course. Uh, so yeah. I'll be over there. I'll be over there. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we'll work something out. You can you can come be a guest on uh, Chicago Bears Central. I got to holler at them Cognac yeah. boys. But yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. For sure, for sure, man. Yeah, uh, Cam is really Cam channel. But, you know, we uh, we we going to start taking it like serious, serious when the draft comes, you know. Dealing with college and stuff like that, but you know, real stuff, man. I hope that we can do this again. Though this was uh fun, man. Y'all get uh follow me on Instagram at SpiceBands underscore, and you know, subscribe to uh the YouTube. I'm a part of Cam Talk Sports. You uh you can put the link up in the description, probably. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Put the link. But so yeah, so those those my socials, man. Uh, yep. Shout out BLG. All right.
You guys know where you can follow me. You can follow me at Bulls Central Pod. You can send any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a voicemail like you heard on today's episode, you can do so at 773-270-2799. That's it. I'll see you guys later on tonight. I probably won't be able to do a pregame, but I will be here for halftime hangout and postgame uh, for the Miami Heat game today. But that's it. I'll see you lovely and beautiful people there. Go Bulls. See Go. red. Don't be red. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.